Let's go. Alright. Welcome back to the Drawing Podcast. Reese, what? Episode 35? Episode 35. Got Reese here. We got Ant here. Same two usual suspects. Um, I only know one, well, former 35. KD, that's it. That's all I can think about. Yeah, that's it. I guess that's all that matters. He's not even 35 no more, so. Yeah, well, he hasn't played in a Brooklyn Nets number seven jersey, so it still count. Yeah. Episode 35. Um... Yeah, welcome back. What are we starting with today, Reese? So you asked me something uh, last week, and it was, uh, does a man deserve to have a say so in if a woman decides to keep a baby? For sure. Well, that's not my answer, but... <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how I came up with that question. I think, I think last week we were talking about a, a lot of... Uh, male and female decisions. I get, I think we talked about the vasectomy and getting tubes tied. Yeah. Um, so I think that was just one of the questions that I thought about. But um, I really don't know the answer to that. I think obviously it takes two to make a baby, right? So a male should have a say so, and you know, if he decides to have a child or not with this woman. But it's also her body. Like he's not carrying it. Yeah. So it's kind of uh it's kind of a slippery slope, you know? Yeah. At least to me. I, I don't know, you know, how others may feel, but and I also don't wanna say something that's like telling people what they should do with their bodies, telling women what they should do with their bodies. But uh it just seems like you know, it she didn't make the child on her own, neither did he. So no one should have all the, the, I guess, the decision to bring a life into this world, you know? Yeah, this um, this is a, a topic I, I was talking with Brianna about a couple of weeks back, actually. Um, and she didn't like what I had to say, but what I had to say was real. And essentially, it's if you're a man, there's nothing you could do. Mm-hmm. Because I agree, women control their bodies. They should be able to do whatever the hell they want to do. I have no problem with that. At the same time, we got to understand that when we have stances like that, which I support, when it comes to having a baby, a man has no say whatsoever. Even if we, like, if a man wanted to, <clears throat> if a man wanted to abort the baby and a woman decides to keep the baby, the man is still responsible as a father by law to take care of that kid, even though he mm-hmm. didn't want it. And then if which the, I don't think it's fair. It's but. not. It's not fair. But there's nothing we can do about it, right? And so mm-hmm. even if the mom like, oh, I promise I won't take you to, you know, child support or whatever, that has nothing to do with whether the kid will then later, <laughs> you know, try to be in your life and really impact. You know, if you didn't want the kid, you know, the kid can still reach out to you and things like that. So. It's nothing you can mm-hmm. do. And then on the flip side, if the man doesn't want to have an abortion and want to keep the baby, and a woman wants to have an abortion, there's nothing the guy Still can do. There's, can there's do. nothing yep. you can do. There's nothing you can do. So the woman is going to do whatever the hell she wants to do, which is her right. And as a man in that situation, 
there's nothing you could do. And then you can say, oh, well, well, you shouldn't have been having sex with her. What if it was consensual? What if y'all both, you know, were, you know, like y'all long distance relationship, you were ready for the after effects of that. And even still, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying there's nothing you could do. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of unfortunate. Um, I wonder what a, a woman actually thinks about this, like a woman feminist, because they are for uh, like equality, right? Like mm-hmm. they want equal men's and women's rights. I guess a true feminist, right? Am I wrong in that? No, no. I, they want to have the same rights as men, from my understanding. Right, so. Technically, I guess we should have the same rights as women in that case. So, I'm curious to think that what what a woman would think in this situation, a woman feminist. Yeah, if it was a couple of weeks ago, I would have gave you Brianna's response. <laughs> um, but yeah, when we had this discussion, she she initially disagreed with what I said. She was like, "No." <laughs> she was like, "No." <laughs> course yeah but that's real yeah so my wife just walked past that we we got we had a little side conversation but she basically said that uh her opinion is they should have a a man and a woman should have a conversation about the baby and whether they want to keep it or not um she said ultimately a woman still can't trust whether or not a man even though he says he's going to be there he can't. She can't trust whether or not a man is actually true, and is actually mm-hmm. going to be there like he said he was. Which you know that's fair too. People be like, "Oh, I thought I'm ready to be a parent." Did they not? Um, you know. Relationships are complicated. They are. They are complicated. You got to be on the same. It, it requires a ton of. I, I would say, relationships require communication. To actually, work, bro. Like y'all got to be on the same page. About everything. And then when you have kids, it's even more mm. so. Yeah. Especially, like, like right now with COVID-19. Like, some parents, you have the option of sending your kid to school or, or having your kid mm-hmm. go to school remotely. Me and Brianna on the same page. Like, Harlem is staying the fuck home. But, but even still, you know, um, what if... She wanted to send him back to school, and I didn't. You know what I'm saying like I'm working remotely, and she's doing her dissertation, but with communication, like uh, you know, maybe because with her dissertation, her 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 work is affected by him going to school mm. while mine's is not. So by him staying home, she's uh, actually more affected by it. So she could have been like, "Nah, I want him to go to school so I can get my work done." Well, I'm like, "Nah, stay home because I want him to be safe and I want him to get sick." So we just gotta keep communicating with each other making sure we're on the same page at all mm. times I'm with that we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna start a new thing we we minimus now <laughs> what is what is that men's rights I didn't I didn't I didn't get into the whole uh, I didn't think this through yet but I like that title. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we minimus. Okay. Fighting for men's rights. <laughs> um. What was our next thing? So, 
I saw this on social media and it said that uh, <laughs> what is the equivalent? So we give we give women flowers, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's the stereotype. Oh, give a woman flowers to let her know you're thinking about her, or send flowers to her job randomly mm-hmm. to let her know you're thinking about her and stuff like that. And the question was by a woman, and they say, "What is the equivalent for a male?" Now, Can I know my it? answer. Yeah, I want to know yours. What's the equivalent of giving a woman flowers, but for a male? Yeah. Giving up her flower? <laughs> <laughs> giving some ass? <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, like, I really don't care about none of that other shit. Like, I don't want... This is like, Bree be like, oh, what do you want? What do you want? I don't want anything. I really like it. It's just, I'm cool with, I'm cool with intercourse every time. I'm cool with that. Like, yeah, that's fine with me. I'm that basic. I don't blame you. I mean, it's kind of trash. Like, I, I like nice things as well. I would like to be bought something, but, man, the power of a, I don't know if we could say it, but <laughs> the power of pussy. It was real. <laughs> <laughs> it is um it's unfortunate because it, it like niggas can't live without it well most dudes can't live without it it's like shit is i don't know it's free but uh it, technically it ain't free <laughs> it's, it's free like it, it it doesn't take a lot of it doesn't take a lot of effort you know It doesn't take much thought. Like, she could be like, you know, a happy Valentine's Day. Here's some ass, you know? But <laughs> for men, we can't do that. You, you know what? That's, I wonder, like, yeah, that's true. We can't, we can't be like, oh, yeah. happy Valentine's Day. Let's go have sex now. Because they don't, they don't respond the same way. And it's not saying that they don't want to have sex. I think it's just that, I don't know. It just hit different. For yeah. Um, what was that song? Dick in the box. Like that shit would not work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. But, I agree. Um, I don't know. Like I said, as minimus, we gotta stand up for ourselves. So we gotta uh, we gotta start saying like, yo, it's, that's not enough. Like we're gonna need more than that. Uh, what you I don't mean, know. Like, like she gonna be like, I'm gonna give you some, I'm gonna give you some ass tonight for your birthday. Like, nah, I don't want no ass tonight. That, that ain't, that ain't a nut. That, I'm about to say that ain't a nut, but that ain't enough. <laughs> um, bro, it's it's like. And it's weird because my birthday coming up. I don't. I don't want anything. I really no, don't, don't say that on air, man. You better let me get you a cake and let me get it. Stand up for yourself and get something. <laughs> she's asking me what I want. I'm like, I, she's like, do you want a cake with like a design on it? Like, I don't want no damn design on my cake. I just want a cake. Just what give me what cake. cake you talking about? You know what I mean, like, I want this. And this is this Tres Leches cake, but <laughs> right. not not the other cake. Sure. 
No, but I'm talking about Tristan Lacey's cake. But you know, she like for her birthday, she's coming. It's coming up the end of the next month. And she wants all this. You know, she likes to do something and go places or go on a date or something. I don't. I don't care about none of that, bro. Like, <laughs> so you just do it for her. Yeah, for her birthday, we can do whatever she want. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, honestly, for my birthday, I just like friends and family. Like, I like memories because I mm-hmm. grew up so damn poor. And I had to share my birthdays with Shannon, with my brother. So, it's, you know, not doing something for my birthday is not a big deal to me as long as I'm around my family and friends. Like, those memories mean more to me, mean more yeah. to me than that gift. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I get weirded out when people give me gifts. I don't like getting gifts. Um, for, if it's not from like my wife or my kids, I feel weird getting gifts because I feel like because I'm black, I feel like you know how we are, nigga. Like if you show up to Christmas and you know what I'm saying somebody got you a gift, you better yeah, have a yeah. gift back for them. I feel that. Like, <laughs> so I can't stand when people give me gifts because now I feel obligated to get a gift for them in return, and I really don't give a shit about getting them gifts nine times out of ten. So. Well, uh, for me, this is getting kind of soft, but I know my love language. My love language is gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't expect others to have that same like sentiment to share the same feelings that I have. So I wouldn't. I don't expect gifts. Like gifts are nice for me, but if that's not how you express your love for me, then I'm okay with that as well. I don't give gifts just to receive gifts. Plus, yeah. the gifts that I want, people ain't gonna buy the shit that I want. So uh, no. <laughs> that's because it's five hundred dollars jeans. Nobody trying. It, it ain't about the money. <laughs> some jeans. <laughs> now, my love language is um mm. is physical touch. So, like for me, I don't care nothing about what you say. Like you can tell me that you love me all day. But unless there's physical actions to back that up, like holding my hands, PDA, mm-hmm. things like that, you telling me mm-hmm. you love me don't mean nothing to me, right? Because that's just talk, and so I don't want to hear that. So that's, for me, my physical, like, my love language is, is physical touch. I be like, it is weird because my wife uh, doesn't give a shit about physical touch. So, like, when we be watching a movie, she's, like, on one side of the couch and I'm on the other side of the couch. And she's perfectly fine with that. For me, that's I do not like that shit. So, like, I'll try to, like, get closer to her and she's, wait, like, back wait, to Wait, wait, wait. You know so, have y'all had this conversation before? Like, does she notice? Yeah. Yeah, she, Bro, we've been married for seven years. Yeah, she knows. She days loaf. She, like, <laughs> back up on me, nigga. Like, she don't play no games. But it's just weird, like. Like at nighttime, you know what I'm saying? I like to cuddle. She like she don't like that shit at all. She like back up. So what's her love language? Her love language is uh, quality time. So she wanna be with you on a couch, but she don't want to (laughs) she don't wanna give you what you give it. What you get. What you need. Yeah, she ain't trying to uh, hold hands. She ain't trying to hold hands. All right, so here's like what that. you do. <laughs> She's like, ain't no more cool. movie time. Like, go upstairs. You go play your game. I know you got. I know you got probably your computer and everything upstairs as well. Play your game and see how she feel about that. Stand up for yourself, Reese. 
Yeah, you trying to get me into an argument, bro. I've done that already. That shit, that shit don't work. You gotta do something different. Shake shit up. Bro, they say happy wife, happy life. Let me tell you what that means. That means the husband gets tired of fucking fighting. They like, fuck it. That's what it means, because initially I would fight everything, but I'm tired. I'm like, I don't feel like... I don't feel like hearing her fuss mm. about something. I really don't. So I'm like, fuck it. Whatever mm. makes her happy is fine with me. I really don't care anymore. Damn. You done lost your boss. <laughs> That's not true. I just pick my battles. It's a difference. I think any married man will understand what picking any battles means. Some shit is just not worth it, bro. You and I are like two different opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. I was not on this end of the spectrum when we first got married. Trust me on that. I was fighting everything. You and then win. I realized you can't that win. I don't feel like yeah, so I don't feel like <laughs> I don't feel like going to bed upset, bro. It's like I, don't, I ain't trying to deal with that. Damn. But another thing that happens with my wife that's also not worth it is that let's say I pissed her off on like Monday. And then Tuesday, you know what I'm saying, it's whatever. Tuesday is like a no man's land. Like, she don't say shit to me, I don't really say shit to her. Then Wednesday, everything is cool. And then Thursday, everything is fine, back to normal. And then Friday, I try to initiate some husband-wife time. No, you know remember what, what happened happen? on Monday? She don't want to talk about the shit for Monday, bro. Exactly. And I, ain't, I don't want to deal with that shit. Fuck that. No, like, you know how to fix that? It's just not let Monday oh, happen. Whatever you want. It's all you. <laughs> Saw you, cause come Friday I don't want to. I don't want nothing to interrupt husband wife time. I ain't trying to hear all that shit. You know what I'm saying so. Damn, Reese. Fuck that. I'm telling you, that's how it is. I like, knew you was a pansy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You ain't got shit but Whatever, your steaks <laughs> and your grill. <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah, I need exactly. in my game. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Like you said, happy wife, happy life. That's all that matters. Yeah. But yeah, us men got to do better though, because like I be looking at, um, like mm-hmm. my college female friends. Like Bree gave all of our friends from college. She gave them thirty dollars when they turned thirty. Thirty dollars uh, when they turned thirty. Yeah. Um, I ain't give a single one of y'all motherfuckers nothing when y'all turn 30. I was like, happy 30th, nigga. You old as shit now. Like, that was it. Like, us, we got to do better as men just showing each other love outside of just uh, talking shit about each other. Because we, we do a good yeah, job of talking shit about each other, but we don't know. That's how we show love. That's I mean, that's the only way we know how to show love. Anything else ain't. That, that ain't love. I don't know what that shit is. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta do better. We gotta do better. Cause I'm like, damn, we, I like, like, you turn 30, I ain't say shit, really. You know what I'm saying? Toronto turned 30, I ain't say shit. Coley turned 30, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Same shit. Z- uh, Zill turned 30 a minute yeah. ago. So, I ain't say shit. So, and, and when I turn 30, I really don't expect shit. I'm like, all right, y'all gonna say happy birthday. And I'm like, whatever. You know what I mean, like, it's no, it's no big deal. But, uh, I think it is something that men got to do better at because women do a great job of, of actually 
even though we like to joke and say women don't women hate women, very which true. is also very true. They actually they do faking a good it. job of uh, faking a funk and giving each other gifts. <laughs> yeah, faking a funk and giving each other gifts and shit. That's true. I'm with you on that. But still, it's like I'm still say you owe the shit on your birthday. Like I, don't know. I, I already know. I'm turning 29 and a half though. I, I refuse to say I'm turning 30 during COVID 19. I ain't celebrating turning 30 until nah, COVID 19 is over. You're gonna take this birthday. I'm trying to go somewhere, bro. No, the fuck, I'm not. I'll be 29 and a half until COVID's over. 29 and a half. That's I did. I did. I really did. I wanted to go to like Hawaii. Like it's I was a long I really ass trip. To go to Hawaii, but um. Yeah, you been there? Have you been? I went by Did myself. Did you go? Who you take? I, I went by myself. <laughs> I can show you how bad the pictures are from the trip because I had to ask tourists to take them. And they give a fuck about my picture. <laughs> I'm surprised they I asked this I was... Asian dude. I'm thinking like he kind of like artsy. I think he had a camera with him too. He didn't give a fuck about my picture. My eyes all closed. And I ain't about to ask them twice, like, yo, can you retake this? But <laughs> they be like, this looks good, right? Let me know. You be like, you be looking like this My shit. My Italy picks up. were worse. I'm like, they were straight disrespectful. Like, like super blurry. <laughs> like, you can't even tell it's me. I'm like, bro, why why you do that? <laughs> That's what's up that you traveled, uh, like, I need yeah, to do it's that cool. I mean, like you move around on your own time, and you ain't got to worry about waiting on nobody or doing shit that you don't want to do. Um, and you actually, I feel like you, like you get to see more. Like you're actually taking time out, not trying to mm-hmm. entertain, not having conversation with somebody that you came with. You just taking my whole thing. I'm just trying to get the experience of certain shit, like shit I've never seen before. So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go to Cali and stare at a fucking palm tree for thirty minutes because I never seen a palm tree before. Not that extreme, but you know something along those lines. But if you're with somebody, it's like, all right, no, nah, let's do this or let's. I don't feel like going there today. Like, no, nah, I ain't got time for that. When you go by yourself, it's just like you got all the time in the world to do whatever you want to do. And um, right. I never, I, I never got lonely on a trip. Like I've been places. When I went to Italy, I, I felt like I went a little too long, and I was ready to come home at a certain point. But a quick little four day trip, four or five day trip by yourself, I don't see nothing wrong with it. How long a were week? you in Italy? Seven days. Hmm. Well, I was, I was there for six days, and then so, one um, day I went to Finland. So, it was, was cold as shit. It was fucking ice on the ground in October. I was was not ready for it. It was cold <laughs> as hell. Oxymoron, but. So, uh, when we went to Italy, um, when we went to Europe, we had a lot of issues. And in hindsight, you know, I did enjoy it. But in the middle of the trip, I, I felt exactly how you felt. Like, I was like. It got to, we was there for like, I want to say yeah, 17 that's too days. Long. Um, all, all in Europe. I didn't feel like it was that long until we got to Italy, though. Because 
we spent a couple of days in Paris, mm. then a couple of days in Amsterdam, then a couple of days in London, and then a couple of days in Italy, and then a couple more days in Paris, and then we came home. But Italy, specifically Italy. Well, what part of um, Italy did you go to? That's when I was ready to come home. Vicenza. We went to mm-hmm. it's right. It's Venice. We went to Venice. Um, and what, what happened was when we got to Italy, the hotel that I had booked for my entire family um, canceled mm. on us. But they didn't. They didn't tell that shit to me. You know what I mean? So when when luckily I didn't pull up. Luckily we our flight was late and uh, delayed, and so by the time we landed, <clears throat> Italy everything mm-hmm. closes down at like ten o'clock. Like it's do- it's done, bro. Nothing you can do. So we couldn't even get to the hotel. So I called the hotel. And I was telling them, like, hey, you know, um, we can't make it in tonight because we have no way of getting to the airport. I mean, to the hotel from the, from the airport. And they was like, you don't hmm. even have a reservation here. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, you don't have a reservation here. And I was like, this, that's not possible. Y'all niggas charge me. And so uh, they say, well, you don't have a reservation here. So I had to call my uh, credit card company. And they gave me the money back. And then I had to find a hotel by midnight to put my family in that, that picked mm. up from the airport. Because the hotel that I was going to go with, they don't do they do not do airport pickups. So I had to find a brand new one for me, my wife, my son, my mom, and my nephew. I had to find two rooms. And it was like 1130 at night. So I had like 20 minutes to do it. And um, luckily I did that shit when you sleep in the hotel that night. But uh, yeah, that, Italy ha- was that very happened stressful. to me too. Like I cried and shit. Like I that. got, I I lost my yeah. um reservation. They canceled my reservation while I was on a plane, and thank God I had, I bought the internet for the plane because I wanted to watch the Sixers, because I wouldn't have got that notification until I landed in Italy <laughs> and would have been like stranded. I had to book another hotel while I was on yeah. a flight, and hope that they didn't cancel. And that's just stressful, bro. Like, I, I literally cried. I was crying God, because damn, I'm like, pansy? I got my wife, my kid, my mom, <laughs> whatever, my mom and my nephew here in a, in a country yeah. that none of us are from. And I'm like, I got to, you know, at that point in time, you know, you got to provide sure. shelter for your family. So I was just really stressed. I was really stressed out. So I cried uh, for like 10 minutes, pulled my shit together, got the job done. And we had a good trip, but it was just very stressful. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm ready to come back to America. Because, you know, shit don't mm-hmm. close at 10 o'clock. Uh, and you can't get a ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nothing. Couldn't get a fucking Uber or nothing <laughs> past 10 o'clock. It was crazy. Yeah, I enjoyed so. my... Uh, I enjoyed... My Italy trip was cool. I like that it was only like an eight-hour flight. And it was a straight flight there. Mm-hmm. Like the layover shit, I can't really deal with. But uh, no, yeah, I went to New DC. York. Yeah, it was cheaper to go to New York. Okay. Of course, makes sense. We had a layover. I mean, obviously in in San Antonio, unless you leave from Houston, you always gonna have a layover, mm-hmm. especially going overseas. So we flew to Chicago, and then from Chicago we went straight to mm. uh, Paris. And then on the way back, we flew from Paris straight to Philly, which was beautiful, because we had like a four mm-hmm. or five hour layover, and we just we just hung out with my family uh, in Philly, and then uh, they put us back on the plane and we went oh. to went to San Antonio. So, um, so yeah, coming back was wonderful because we got to share that experience with my family when we got back. But, um, yeah, I definitely want to travel by myself one day. Um, 
I think Brianna's cool with it. I'm sure she's cool with it because she wants to go on a solo By trip. By herself? Hmm. Yeah, a lot of the women that I talk to, I tell them like, um, like yeah, like try a trip by the, by yourself, but they're like scared ever since taken. So, I mean, there that is something that I mean, there's there's fears mm-hmm. that women have that we'll never have as men. I mean, like it's just that's just realistic. But she and and when she says by herself, I don't know if she means literally by herself or if she means mm-hmm. without me and the kids. But either way, either way, I'm cool with it. Like I don't, I don't care. Cause I mean, we went to we went to Miami, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I had a good time, and I had a good time. So I can't believe I got that drunk in Miami. <laughs> Off of one ass drink. I'm a pansy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you calling me a pansy? That was damn sure pansy shit. shit <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I think um, I think now is a good time. I guess we could intertwine sports and uh, injustice in one. Since um, since the NBA didn't want us to forget about, you know, of course, they shouldn't. But um. NBA is officially back as of last week. I, uh, mm-hmm. I was a little, you know, skeptical early, but this is my first love. I don't even know why I was tripping. I fucking love the NBA, so I'm <laughs> I'm delighted that it's back. <laughs> and it's the summertime, which is like this is this is a time where it would be like super down, and we wouldn't have any sports besides baseball, but. It's a good time for basketball right now, and I'm I'm happy that it's back. Yeah, uh, I got the Sixers taking it. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm, I'm not. I'm happy that uh that the NBA is speaking out about not more so the NBA, but the players are doing their parts on making sure that. Um, we're not forgetting about Amaya Arbery and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and, you know, the stuff that's plaguing America right now. Um, so, real quick, I just want to interject and say that last, I think it was last week or the week before that, I was talking about how the WNBA goes hard in the paint, sometimes even harder than mm-hmm. the NBA. With their stances. That's why I was so surprised with Elena Deladon when we were talking about that. But for those who don't know, I'm not trying to throw shade at the NBA for what they've done because it's fantastic. They have a Black Lives Matter on the, the Bro, I don't care about that. And the players are going to have <laughs> the players are going to have uh, their last names be something related to social don't justice care about and that things either, like but, that. Okay. And they're all the all the players <laughs> all the players are actively talking about it. But the WNBA, when they started playing the national anthem, they just mm-hmm. walked off the damn court, bro. They ain't playing. They just literally said, all right, fuck it, I'm out. And they, they got off the court. And, and, of course, they're talking about they dedicated this whole season to say her name and Breonna Taylor and stuff like that. So they, they're, you know, women don't play no games, man. Like, they don't. They have not played any games. When it comes Salute to them. Justice. But uh, to get in my misogynistic bag, and I'm just joking, of course, but. 
It's a little easier to walk away when you're making twenty thousand a year compared to <laughs> compared to the <laughs> NBA twenty mil. Bro, it'll be it'll be harder to walk away if you got millions in your bank, bro. You ain't tripping. Like like Kyrie Irving said, he gonna donate one to their and a half salaries, mil right? to pay the players. Yeah, yeah to the salaries. Because that's lunch money. You know money. why he could do that? Because their salaries ain't <laughs> he pay, shit. He paying exactly. for the whole league. Their salaries ain't shit. <laughs> their salaries ain't nothing, and that's a shame because it, it definitely should be up there. Like they should have salaries. Now, no joking. They are. I I disagree with that, and because. Because the WNBA, they are entertainers, right? They're not essential workers. I'm all for equality. Right. The NBA. Same thing. NBA but is the same we, thing, we're, we're paying to see these players, right? If they're not getting the... It ain't like we're not, they're not doing enough to promote the WNBA. I think they are. Um... But if people don't want to see them, then how, where are you going to get the money from? So the WNBA is actually, if you look at the age of the WNBA and you compare it to the age of the NBA, the WNBA is outperforming the NBA in terms of... No way. There's the no way. Even, so, even adjusted. No. Tone. It's, it's stats out there. If you go to the NBA and how much how much they were generating revenue and all that jazz, and you account for inflation, and then you compare it to the WNBA, the, the WNBA is outpacing it. I might have to see that. Legit, because there's okay. <laughs> no, I I get it. Like when I read it, I was like, oh wow, it, it definitely was surprising to me too. But the WNBA is doing their thing. I don't I don't like that. Um, I think they could do a little bit more to promote the WNBA. Uh, like I would love to have a, I would love like during the All Star Weekend, have the WNBA players in there too. Y'all can have a special game where it's like instead of the, the fucking celebrity game where the WNBA players play in there, and that's bullshit to them too, to participate in a celebrity mm-hmm. game or whatever it is where they playing with Kevin Hart and shit like that. No, nah, put them in there with the fucking players, bro. Maya Moore can hoop. You know what I'm saying? Lena Deladon can hoop. Sue Bird can hoop. Wait, you, you want them to hoop, hoop against? They don't need to be playing. You want them to hoop against Braun and them? Are you are you I retarded, do. Reese? I absolutely do. Did you see all star game, see, bro? What, what's no, her name? Brittany Griner say she could beat Demarcus Cousins a few years ago. Do you believe that, bro? She will not bro, score. Bro. First off, he got like he got like he got her by like seventy five pounds. I don't know why she said that, but for an all star game, that's fine. It's an all star. They are going to get cooked. Nobody plays defense in the last ten game anyway, bro. Except for this year. Except for this year. Dog, don't disrespect him like that. Put Imagine Russ going game, against bro. them. He's going to score hundred and thirty points by halftime. <laughs> bro, I want to see it. I want to. I want to see it. I want to see. You the watch WNBA that. That's going to kill their league. And the NBA players. <laughs> it's not going to kill their league, bro. It's going to. First off, it's going to be like. All right, let's say you get uh, what's her name? Um. Let's say you get anybody, you get any of the players, you know what I'm saying, out there playing with the with the NBA players on their stage. Not the celebrity game, which most people don't even fucking watch it like that, but you get the WNBA players out there. I think it's going to put a bigger spotlight think, on those players. I think a few years ago, I can't remember um, exactly what it was, but I think it, they were comparing 
uh, Serena Williams, who was the number one tennis player in the world against like the 130th male tennis player. And mm-hmm. it must have been like a radio show and ESPN picked it up because it, it was like controversial. It was a controversial take, but they were saying this this guy said that she would get smoked by the 130th like best player in the world on the male side. Yeah, it's it's this Hall of Fame uh, tennis player that said that. Yeah, I can't think of his like name at the moment. Three, four years ago or something like that. But mm-hmm. I do believe that. Like, yeah, yeah, she's the greatest. She's probably one of the greatest athletes ever in her field or whatever. But going against a male, she would probably get smoked. She she would win a couple games, but she would not win a match. I believe. I don't it. know about that, man. But why? 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 For it's tennis, still a physical sport, that? right? It's it's you still have to be in the best shape of your life for that sport. It's not like I would say like maybe golf would be like a a, a equal playing field. Men are still physically dominant in in sports and. That's not going to be different in in uh in tennis. Imagine, okay, who's one of the worst players in the NBA? Kwame Brown at the time, right? <laughs> he will wear Brittany Grimes out, bro. Kwame Brown is seven two. Brittany Griner is like six nine, six eight, bro. Yes, she, he, Isaiah he, he Thomas would do that to her. Bad hip and all right now. He would bro stop. Destroy Maya Moore. I don't know. I don't know about that. Maya Moore is tough. <laughs> Maya Moore Isaiah is tough. Isaiah was giving dog. niggas thirty, and he like he like five six. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't always a scrub. He wasn't. He wasn't a scrub his whole life, bro. He he he's straight. He can score. He just can't play defense. I mean, pick whoever. Jared Jared Dudley. Jared Remember Dudley that video I showed you? I showed you that video of. TJ no, McConnell no, would be no cooked. Way. TJ, Maya Moore would it. cook TJ McConnell. And I'll pay to see yes, it. Yes, she would. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Stop. That's disrespectful, bro. But let me say this, though. In terms of tennis, have yeah. you seen Roger Federer? This man ain't in Roger shape. Federer, He's not it, in shape. Nadal's, a, Nadal's in shape. Federer is not. Federer look regular as hell. He's just like a boy that got up it, and went to play tennis. It's not about the look, bro. You look at Serena. You telling me. Bro, he's not. Remember like, David Boston and and Serena and football? How jacked he was and how trash he was as a football player. <laughs> I think it was husky as hell. Ran like a four flat. That's not. That's not Serena though. Serena is Serena is that she that bull when yeah. it comes to playing tennis. She is. I mean, if you want to say if you want to say I think Federer or Nadal may be better than Serena. Okay, but to say the hundredth best. Or hundred ranked male player is better than Serena. I think that's like, come on now, that's that's disrespectful. I don't think it's so far fetched. But tennis, tennis is not even like that physical of a sport. Like you're talking about basketball, where the women have not dunked historically because the they're not as tall as the men, and it's not as easy for them to dunk because the men, the average height of mm-hmm. the NBA player is six seven. It ain't that hard if you six seven to jump ten feet. I mean. You only got to jump three feet mm-hmm. to get to, to do that. So it's not that damn. And, and then you still got yeah. the length of your arm. So really, yeah, you only really jump in two feet 
to dunk the damn ball. That's not hard if you six seven. But if you're a woman and it's a little it's a little bit more, you gotta go. So I don't know. I mean basketball, football, those sports, yeah. But if you're talking about skill sports, golf, tennis, uh no. I don't know, bro. Even no, soccer. You're bugging Reese. I'm not bugging, bro. All you gotta do is run and kick the so you play ball. It. It's a skill sport, bro. I did, and I was tired as fuck playing that shit. I played it before. <laughs> that shit is tiring. Uh, I don't know. I'm all for, you know, them getting their check, but they also have to, yeah, basically. And if and if and if it's an mm-hmm, issue with like the owners getting a lot more than the players and the CBA is all messed up, then I'm all for that. Like. Make it equal. Make it how it, like the the NBA is unprecedented. Like there's no, like the players own that league. It's a players' league. We haven't seen mm-hmm. baseball mm-hmm. isn't like that, and football or not, no other sport is like that. But if it's like way off as far as the WNBA versus the NBA, then yeah, I'm all for paying them. But as far as them, you know feeling like they're not getting equal pay as far as the men's because of what I don't know what the reason technically is I guess but they I feel like they just have to generate more money like the seats don't be packed out no they do I mean they do need to generate more money because at the end of the day the CBA is how much money the league makes the owners get this percentage the players get this percentage and for the mm-hmm. NBA it's basically 50-50 right so so yeah they, it does it does matter how much money they make and that's why I'm saying if you put them in an all-star game not like I think the I think the, the East versus West or the Le, team LeBron versus team mm-hmm. whoever the fuck else is over there I think that should stay but I'm just saying there should be a way to incorporate I would like to see them incorporate the women into a real game, not a celebrity game. That's all I'm saying. Because I think that would do more to up the profile of the WNBA and and ultimately earn them more money, which would then ultimately earn the players more money. So that's that's my argument. Because they don't take the All-Star game that serious anyway. Shit. They don't. Depends on who you're asking. I mean, like I said, this year, they did. This year was really entertaining. Certain players are going to play every year. Giannis is going to play have. hard every year. Russ is going to play hard Ru- every year. Russ and... Maybe that's it, yeah. That's it. That's it. It's only them two. Yeah, anybody else is just going to, you know, have fun. I don't know. I think if, <laughs> if somebody picked the women's players and a man happens to guard them... It's cookies all night. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Like I was watching, I was watching the the Lynx play the Sun. I was watching that game uh, earlier this week, and some of the some of the players are really good. You know, I, I do think that um, I'm not saying they they're gonna be starters in the NBA. All of them, they're not. All of them are not gonna be starters in the NBA. It's gonna be too. It's too many women. But some of the women are really, really good, and they deserve to have that that profile on them. And it betters the game total. Betters the game overall. The only woman I saw that I think a hoop with men is like they all play for Minnesota. Maya Moore. That's because kind of Maya yeah. Moore and Minnesota is yeah. a is a dynasty. Simone bro. Augustus, like they could hoop. 
Sylvia Files. You said Phoenix. Diana Taurasi. She could hoop. But she getting older, too. So I don't know about today. Yeah, they are. But yeah. Elena Deladon from the Mystics. She's a center, right? No, I power forward. Small forward, power forward. She's going to get cooked. <laughs> I mean, the forward position is one of the best positions in the NBA currently. So she'll be going up against like LeBron and Kawhi Leonard. So I do cookies think all a night. Tall, tall task. But <laughs> but LeBron will play LeBron will play defense like that. But uh, she gonna get hers, bro. She gonna get hers. I love to see it. I, I really you saw I love, um, love and basketball and what Quincy did on a bad Wait, knee. Stop. He dunked on her ass. So, <laughs> told said, "Get off my Stop. court! Don't be asking me for my hand in marriage." Then no, he said, "He would say uh, double yeah, nothing." He had pansy he too, said. but but, but <laughs> before that, he dunked week. on her ass like, "Get out the paint, little girl!" And she was in the WNBA. He wasn't even in the league. Whatever. By, he wasn't but really. by that point he already messed his knee up and everything. It was over. He had a Brandon Roy moment. It's all good. It happens. That man spin moved off her, bumped her all out the lane and <laughs> yammed it on her, swung on a rim and everything. <laughs> he had a Brandon Roy moment. That's all. But uh, I think we got off of what we was actually talking about. Yeah. We were talking about the bubble. Sorry. So the bubble, let's go back to it. Yeah, the, um, the season is about to pretty much start it again. Um, like I said, I'm excited, and I'm glad that they're, you know, st- still focusing on minus the Black Lives Matter on the court and the phrases on the jerseys. I don't give a fuck about that, but, you know, Calling the action, doing their, uh, making sure that their their post game interviews are all about social injustice and not about pretty much. The, I haven't heard one interview about the game yet. So yeah, um, I'm glad that they're doing their part, and uh, I've been pretty much keeping up only with the Sixers. So it's cool to see like Tobias Harris doing. Every interview, um, calling for the arrest of the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we got the the behind the scenes part with Matisse and how they're having open dialogue about uh, educating those, even themselves, yeah, Please. themselves and black and white personnel on the teams. Uh, on how to educate yourselves on Black Lives Matter and the history of black people and so forth and so on. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah, the bubble has been, as of now, uh, a mm-hmm. success, I would say. I definitely think it's been a success for the NBA. Um, they've really set the blueprint for other teams on how they, sh- other leagues on how they should have mm-hmm. approached this. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree. It was it was very nice to see the Sixers um, 
players, the vlog that Matisse Seibel has on YouTube, I encourage everybody to go watch it because there's a part in vlog number five where, number five where they're talking about educating all of their players because they don't want somebody up there talking and misinformed. being um, mm-hmm. misinformed, right? So they was like, yeah, we need to educate ourselves and others. And if I learn something, I need to go and reach out and mm-hmm. teach it to, to you as well. You know, go look at this and, and read up on that, you know. So I think sure. that was really dope. I do. It taught me that I need to learn more about certain things. Um, it's not enough to just yeah. be black and, you know, supporting um, all these uh, events and so forth. It's you still have to do your history because, like, you know, Kyle O'Quinn said he didn't grow up um, with the misfortunes that some of maybe his peers or uh, people before him grew up with. So for him to go back and educate himself on, you know, what happened back in those times is, is very important as well. Yeah. So, like, speaking of that, like, you know, and that's something that me and Brianna have been really adamant about is just learning and teaching ourselves. And my father-in-law asked me a very interesting question today, and me and Brianna both answered the question. And mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what you think, but his question was, if you gave every black person a million dollars for reparations, would there still be ghettos? Yes. What, what you mean? Like, <laughs> a nigga like me is going to blow that that million and be right back in the ghetto. What you talking about? <laughs> and so, so it's funny that you say that because that's that's what I told him too. I said that <clears throat> there's two things at play. One is that uh, if you give everybody a million dollars and say that's your reparations, here you go. Um, without teaching financial literacy, if if you don't exactly if you don't if you never mm-hmm. had money and you never learned how money works. <clears throat> or if you never had generational wealth and had somebody teach you how money quick. works, then giving you giving them giving them a million dollars, they're gonna buy stuff that is not like you're gonna go and buy a, a, mm-hmm. a Bugatti or something like that. Which as soon as you drive that thing off the lot, it's a it's like forty to sixty percent less value mm-hmm. than what you just purchased it for. So I was like, that's the type of things that happens. Uh, and I was like, you could look at the sports world <clears throat> since we're talking about sports. Most athletes that go in the leagues, make millions of dollars, and then a couple years after they retire from the mm-hmm. league, they're broke again. And that's 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 something that the leagues are trying to address when they have like rookie symposiums about how to how to handle your money and how to enhance your finances and things like that. Invest and stuff like that and save. But even still with these programs, these athletes go into the league and they end up broke after they leave out. Now, these athletes are also taking mm-hmm. care of their families too and have people on payroll <clears throat> that they're taking care of where they paying mama's mortgage uh electricity food all that jazz and they doing it for their mom their cousin they sister, everybody you know what i'm saying so things like that lead to mm-hmm. people going broke again um but again if you I, you know my theory my thing is you got that where people don't have the financial literacy but you also got <laughs> the history of, of white people which in my opinion if they saw a whole bunch of black people with a million dollars, they're going to find some way to uh, marginalize even them too. So whether that's a black Wall Street type thing again or whether that's um, ice in the modern mm-hmm. neighborhoods or whatever, you know, they, they've done stuff. So I just, I'm very pessimistic when it comes to um, 
white people doing the right thing because historically they yeah. have not. So yeah, um, I don't know. I I don't really have much to add on to that. Uh, we'll never see reparations. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I don't think rep- I mean, but even if we did, like I, I wouldn't want money. Like I wouldn't Speak want that. Like what I would want. <laughs> now, what I would want, like I was saying, if if they was give reparations to black people, I think they should. And if, the crazy thing is that I feel like college is gonna be free for everybody soon. But if I were, if I were to do reparations, I would say all black people go to college. Oh for free, yeah, yeah. No matter yeah, yeah. what type of education you want to get, go to college for free. But then additionally, what I would say is. All black people also get a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar credit that adjusts for cost of living. Like if you're buying it, like to buy a house. So like if like if Tom wanted to buy a house in, like if I wanted to buy a house here in Texas and I got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar credit that the government would pay for the whole thing, my two hundred fifty thousand dollar house is going to look a little different than yours in mm-hmm. D.C. or somebody in New York because the mm-hmm. cost of living is so much different. So I would say a two hundred fifty thousand um, dollar tax credit or or credit that a black person could use to buy a house. But it's also a cost of living adjustment so you can buy a house that's actually of equal value. But those two things right there, one, <clears throat> free education, I think that would be fantastic. But then two, equity and having a house that you own mm-hmm. wholly. Um, I think those two things will go a long way to to uh, starting to create generational wealth and education. But you could like, fuck that so up that's too. What, those are the type of reparations I would want. No, you could. You could. You, you could absolutely fuck that up. But... I mean, at the end of the day, everybody not going to win, bro. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. But if, but will people take advantage of free education? I I hope, I think they would. Will people, will people take advantage of a a free house? Um, I think they would. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think those are two things that um, will be more beneficial than just giving me a a lump sum of money. Yeah, once again, speak for yourself on that. But, um... (laughs) I had something to say. I can't even remember now. Oh, well, how? Do, I wonder how um, the damn. What's the what? What are the names of the people that that been here before us? That what? Not, yeah, but Native what do you Americans? call them when they? I can't remember. I can't remember the name of it, but the Native Americans, um, how do they feel about, uh, I guess, the the reparations that they got? The, indig- the well, indigenous <clears throat> people, that's what I'm I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll be curious to hear. Cause I'm sure they probably pissed even still, cause they still got pushed. They kind of got pushed onto reservations. Okay, so reservations yeah. isn't a good thing. If somebody took all your fucking land and said, "Go stand over here and raise your community in that," and then even when you do that, they got things like no dabble pipeline and shit like that to just yeah. fuck up your whole yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I would be all pissed, right. bro. <laughs> my ignorance, my bad. But I, I felt like they, while it's not any better than black, I mean, it is better than black people, but what's, I mean, I guess it it could only go up from, from us to 
any other people in America or any people of color. Um, like they have, you know, they have these reservations. Um, they also are, are given like, um, you know, school credit. They give like free tuition to certain schools or certain like something like that. If they could prove their bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to know, like, you know, how they feel about being on reservations and so forth and so on. Because they, while they, while, yeah, you know, their land was taken from them, which is not good at all. They did get some things back. I, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, but <laughs> nah. we didn't, black people didn't get anything. So for them to get something, I, I wonder if that means anything to them. Uh, I don't know, mm. but I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. Yeah. I, I didn't want to sound ignorant, but I really don't know. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I'm just not optimistic that they feel good about that. Um, Yeah. But uh, speaking of, uh, since we were talking about sports for a second before we got, I wanted to say Mm -hmm. my drawing topic real quick has been... (laughs) The uh, I don't know which I don't know if it's Lou Will or the oh, MLB. Well, I, whatever one you go with, I'm going with the opposite, the other one. I I'll let you I'll let you do Lou Will. I'll let you do Lou Will. The MLB is fucking drawling because of course that's the craziest course, shit I've heard. These motherfuckers they just started, like bro. They just ago. started, bro. The Miami the Marlins team. players have four. They have fourteen. They have fourteen players and staff. Infected with COVID nineteen, fourteen, Florida, and of right? course it will be, of course it will be a team from Florida, right? Of course it will be a team from Florida, and then in Florida, of course it will be Miami, the Miami team of all teams, of course, and they got fourteen people infected already, which caused they was just playing, uh, who are they just playing? I don't know, but either way, the 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 Yankees and the the Phillies game had to get. I think they're playing the Phillies because the Yankees and the Phillies no, game they didn't had to cancel. Get canceled they they kept our they game. They need to clean out the. No, no, we did not play the Yankees today. Okay. We did not play the Yankees today. We was because I was going to watch it. We were supposed to play the Yankees. They canceled that shit. They kept the other games though, but um, they canceled okay. ours versus the Yankees because of COVID nineteen concerns. But uh, but yeah, it's like come on, <laughs> y'all just started. Y'all all fucking up already. This y'all season not going to end, bro. Y'all never going to y'all never going to finish the season. The NBA two is really doing things right. Already. Like what was it? No positive test. So I already told right. you last week, bro. We're not we're not gonna see another positive test in the NBA for the rest of the time, bro. Documentary gonna come out years later. And yeah, but they're still doing things right. Like the bubble just <clears throat> seems like a success, and they're playing in Florida. So, it, yep. Like they're at the benches are social distances distanced. Um, the players and staff are wearing masks. Uh, they're testing every single day, maybe even twice a day. So, mm-hmm. NBA got it's the best league in the world. 
But uh, Lou Will well, fucked Lou that Will, up. Lou <laughs> Will about to fuck it up for everybody. <laughs> this man uh, got an excuse absence to go to a funeral. I know that vibe though. I took a I took a couple days extra off of work. Funeral, but got a couple days off for uh, for this funeral for a family member or a friend family member. Yeah, friend of the family. Yeah. And uh, see, that's why I hate social media. But took his ass to Magic City, flicked it up with this <laughs> rapper or whatever, and now now he's quarantined. But I, be- I, I yeah. he said he was going there for the wings. I, be- I do believe him. I really do. <laughs> I've never been to Magic well, City, so I've I've heard been. like strip club yeah. food is like the best food in the world, and Magic City is in Atlanta. I think Atlanta is shut down, so I don't think they serving ass at Magic City right now. So they probably are just <laughs> serving wings. Bro, you know damn well they <clears throat> bro they got drive through strip clubs in San Antonio. You know damn well those strippers in Magic City is making money. The funny thing is, uh, the dude in the picture with him, Jack Harlow, said it was an old picture, but Lou Will had the he had the NBA mask on that they just gave him when he got to the bubble. <laughs> Boy, lie. He said, "I just missed my friend." <laughs> I'm posting an old picture. Nah, nigga, that shit. <laughs> he took that picture two hours ago. He fucked up. He fucked up. No, you know what's funny is that somebody said, "Lou, what the fuck is you thinking?" Basically, he was like. He was like, bro, don't ask no questions. Just enjoy the memes. He was like, I'm not answering nothing. I got nothing to say. Lou Just Will, enjoy man. the memes. But that was stupid as hell. <laughs> got two. <laughs> that was dumb as hell. And now he got to sit out, what, 14 days, two weeks? <laughs> but again, I'm just saying, I don't think Lou Will the only boy that did that. I'm sorry. Zion Williamson left. I don't know what he left for. I don't know why these well, players Zion are left, but he Zion no Williamson pictures. left. Montrez Harrell. Exactly, yeah. he's smart about it. Montrez Harrell left. Uh, who else? A bunch. It's a, actually a bunch of Clippers left, but uh, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. couple of players that had to leave. I don't believe they just sitting up in the house. I mean, I feel that. But yeah, Lou Will, get your shit together, bro. Stop taking. Y'all gotta stay out the internet. Y'all gotta stop taking all these pictures. <laughs> and then he had the NBA yeah. mask on. Like that. That part fucked me up. Like, they just gave Talk you that mask, bro. It's an old picture. At least he's trying Orlando to be safe. Bubble on it. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. But I hope he, I hope he's good. Yeah. I don't want nobody getting COVID. This season needs to go on. Just this plant. A reset. We're not going to get another. It's not stopping. We're not going to get another case. It's not. There's no more cases out of the NBA, bro. <clears throat> no more cases. Yeah. I ain't got nothing else. I think that was a good podcast today. Agreed. Um, yeah. We've been getting a lot of feedback from, I guess, some of our listeners. I do want to encourage that we... If y'all do want to hear something, feel free to let us know. Because me and Reese just be coming up with shit most times. But... Um, if mm-hmm. there's anything that you know, I guess our listeners want to know, just let us know. Or even if you want to be a guest, yeah, don't mind having guests as long as we fuck with you or know you. 
I got nothing else, Reese. Yep. I'm good. Alright, well, this was another episode, episode thirty-five. Still working on the outro, I guess. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> All right.